A very good morning to you. Welcome to our Bird Notes. This is Dwight Davis. This morning, we're going to give out some prizes. Well, figuratively, prizes for color in birds. This is an altogether subjective exercise prompted by the sighting of a prothonotary warbler. Patterns don't count here. Yes, the wood duck and the ruddy turnstone and the magnolia warbler, for example, all boast beautiful feathers in an amazing array. But we're considering color only here in birds that are to be seen in eastern Virginia, preferably seen on a spring morning in a shaft of bright sunlight for the best effect. Let me start with the aforementioned prothonotary warbler. There's no better example of golden yellow than on the head of this bird, especially in contrast to the blue-gray wings and against the background of shaded wooded swamps where this bird lives. The name, by the way, is derived from the golden yellow robes worn by certain church officials who are called protonotaries. Other yellows abound in birds, especially in warblers in the spring. Almost any warbler would qualify as the yellow prize winner, but the yellow-throated warbler sports the best example of lemon yellow. But then so does the goldfinch. So I think we'll have to rate this one a draw. When it comes to orange, there's no debate. Even the most reserved field guides wax enthusiastic over the color of the throat of the Blackburnian warbler. It's a flaming orange that's absolutely amazing. The color red is a tough one. One might immediately think of the cardinal, but the award, I think, will have to go to the scarlet tanager, whose red suggests a deep, rich velvet. As a corollary to red, I'd like to offer the pastel triangle on the breast of the rose-breasted grosbeak as the perfect example of rose red. There are many blues in birds, none, by the way, caused by pigmentation. As far as we know, the color blue in birds derives purely by physical interaction of light and feather structure. Anyway, the blue jay's blue is, like the bird itself, striking and attention-getting. But there are even deeper blues on the blue grosbeak and the indigo bunting. And I think the award for the blue will have to go to the little indigo bunting for its rich, deep, dark blue. Greens, at least bright greens, are hard to come by in our birds. If you want real emerald green, you'd have to go to Central America and find a quetzal. Otherwise, locally, we can seek out the ducks and give the green award to the head of the good old male mallard, and the shoveler, too, whose head color is very similar. Shades of brown don't often catch our attention, but I'd like to acknowledge two browns that are distinctive, the rich rufous brown on the back of the brown thrasher and the fox sparrow, and the warm brown of the cedar waxwing. Finally, a special award goes to the little painted bunting. You're not likely to see one here, though occasionally they show up. You'd have to go further south to actually get into their habitat. But this bird exhibits such beautiful colors, we need to mention it. The head is a deep violet, the back a dark lime green, and the underparts a rich bright red. An absolutely beautiful palette of colors, looking more like something that an imaginative child would come up with than an actual bird. So this morning some of the best and the brightest of bird color.